0: Stella Belafonte here and thank you for joining me at my table on this Tuesday for another tasty top pick. We're going to have an appetizer because I'm greedy, then there's the main course, which is what brought you here in the first place, and we'll end things with a sweet dessert. Boy, have I ever. I hope you're hungry. Enjoy. As long as I keep food. Table. Long as I keep the bills paid, baby. Woo. Long as I'm loving you. Ow. Long as you're loving me, everything is all right. What y'all know about that? OJs loving you. Is that the song of a provider? Well, hello, tasters. Welcome to another Table for One on this Tasty Topics Tuesday. I am your lone host for the day, Stella Belafonte, still in recovery and in quarantine. Staying safe and at home. Because, again, home is where the health and wellness is. Today, I am dining on thoughts. Pure thoughts. I am eating my opinions as I am on Instagram. Reading the comments from the women on a page that I follow which brings us to today's top pick. I don't even have an appetizer. I'm just going to take it straight to the point. I'm on Instagram reading the post of a wonderful page that I followed that will remain anonymous until I get permission that it's okay to mention them in my podcast. But The name of the page doesn't even matter. The post was beautiful. The topic tonight was, is... What makes a man a provider in a relationship? And I have to be honest with you, tasters. I'm floored by the responses. Actually... The question that is asked is, what does it mean or look like for a man to be a provider in a relationship? So I dived right in. I mean, I've had a lot of relationship experience. And no, I'm not married, but we'll get back to that because that wasn't the point of the post. The question is, what does it mean or look like for a man to be a provider in a relationship? My response was, In my experiences, a provider is a man who does and gives to his woman without prompting or her asking. An ex said to me that my kitchen smelled like a slow gas leak. He bought me a brand new stove. I dated a gentleman who saw that my French doors weren't hung properly. He did them over. When I was in my early 20s, I had a boyfriend who loved my cooking. He would call me from the supermarket and walk the aisles, making sure that he bought all the right groceries for me to make his meal with. When I was a construction worker, I had a man that I was dating who was very much younger than me, much, much younger than me, buy me all of my construction gear one year when he noticed that all of my construction gear was old and worn out and so were my tools. A provider is a man who makes a woman feel like he wants to earn his place with her. He does things for her that she really needs and has use for. And he does these things proudly and cheerfully. That was my response. That was my opinion. Again, the question that is asked, what does it mean or look like for a man to be a provider in a relationship? One young woman... Who appears to be in a profile picture with her husband? They look happy, they're beautifully dressed in cowboy gear. Made the comment, My husband is a 100% provider, he covers everything. A woman responded, Nobody asked you that, dear. <laughs> so you got a woman who, as far as she's concerned, A provider is what her husband is. Her husband is the greatest example of a provider. He does everything, 100%. And another woman says, nobody asks you. Then we have a woman who says, a provider is someone who listens to you when you talk about Jesus and wants to talk to your daddy. I didn't know that. I guess something's getting lost in translation. Is that a provider, a man who listens to you when you talk about Jesus? Then we've got the women where, oh, these are the best ones. You know, a provider is a man that makes enough money to give me the option to work or stay home. It doesn't necessarily mean rich. It means that I live a comfortable, stress-free lifestyle, which in turn makes me trust that he can really lead in the relationship. Okay, so we jump from a man providing everything to not having to work, even if the man isn't rich. Um, And then, oh, I had two men in the comments jump on me. After I made my comment, I get a man who's dressed um, like a hotel ask, did you marry any of these men? And then another man follows behind him, good question. And my reply was, no, I haven't. But that's not the point of the post. And being married does not guarantee that a man is or will be a provider. I also went on to state that, many of today's women are paying off on their own engagement rings and they're marrying men who won't even take out the trash. So what's the point? But I, I thought that this post was incredible and uh, these replies, you know, it they just, they threw me for a loop. Not saying that anyone was right or wrong, but I'm just amazed by a lot of these women's definition of provider I mean I'm, re- I'm ready to get out the dictionary for this one what constitutes a provider what makes a man a provider in a relationship and you know as far as some women are concerned it's a man who pays for everything or makes it so that you never have to work again and I have very strong opinion on the never having to work again although he's not rich I've heard women say that, and I'm actually, in my line of work, I actually work with men who are in relationships and marriages like that, where they are the providers and their women don't work. And I wouldn't call it a positive. This is just for me. I would never expect a man who is not wealthy or making a very high six-figure income I would never expect that that man should have to take care of me while I sit on my ass. And I mean, when women say, I don't want to have to work, they mean that. We're not talking about soccer moms. I'm working with men who, their women don't even have children. They're just um, going to work every day and working a bunch of overtime so that their women can have frivolous things. I mean, not even like homes. You know, these men, some of them are out here busting their ass because their women choose not to work and they're not even homeowners. Some of them don't even have cars. You just have women who were taught that a real man pays for everything while you do absolutely nothing. I I don't agree. Now, as far as a provider... Goals. Like I said, I feel like a provider is a man who does things for you that you need without prompting or asking. I'm not saying be with a man who isn't financially stable. You know, like Steve Harvey says, and, you know, as long as he can carry up the groceries and, you know, paint the shutters and mow the lawn, that's still a good man. Now, I don't agree with that at all. Life is hard. You You need an income. But I do not agree that a provider is a man who just pays for everything. Then there was a young woman in the comments who said again that she feels like it's wrong that a man should just be paying for everything while you sit at home and do nothing. So there was a woman whose response to that was, well, if I have to work, what is he providing? If I have to work, what is he providing? And this is just my opinion again. He's providing a whole hell of a lot. My last serious relationship, my man and I both worked. But he did so much for me that I was able to save. Um, My credit score went up. I was able to purchase a new car. Put some real money in the bank for the first time in a very long time. And I still had to go to work every day, but I wouldn't consider him not a provider because I had to go to work. I don't understand where that comes from, but you know what? It's just, you know, stuff to think about. Like right now, my honey that I'm involved with, what he's been doing along with My family members that love me and my friends that love me is doing the quarantine drop-offs for me because I got no business outside in these streets. So I get a phone call and, you know, my bell rings and, you know, it's like DoorDash. My babe and my family are leaving things for me from food to electronics to booze, you know, toiletries, anything that I need. They're leaving it outside of my door. I don't know. Is that not providing? These are things that I need. You know, I I didn't want to get nasty, but as I read the comments, it was like, who's raising these bitches? You know, especially for the woman who said, my husband is 100% provider. He does everything. And to get a reply of, Nobody asked you that, sis. Nobody cares. Like, where the fuck did that come from? And um, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to go down memory lane to what gives me my thoughts on what a man is as far as being a provider. I'm going to always brag about this, man. And I get emotional to talk about it. My grandfather, I was raised in the household by my paternal grandparents and my grandfather was the provider. He made sure that there was always food in the house. I gotta be real with you, until I got became a big girl, I thought that everybody had a, a second freezer full of meats. I thought that everybody's, all the men, took their families to Sunnydale Farms and let them pick out jugs of ice cream and took them to the Enderman's factory to get all the cakes that they wanted. That's what I thought. I thought that all men were supposed to, you know, get up and cook breakfast because grandma had to be at work early. You know, when I was a little girl, my grandfather was actually retired before my grandmother. So while my grandmother was going to work, she had a nice little sweet department store job. My granddad was home. And while my grandfather was home, you know what he did? He did everything that a real man does. He did all the fixing up of the house. He cooked. He knew how to wash clothes, hang clothes. You know, um, I I had issues with eczema really bad when I was a little girl and asthma. If I was having a breakout, my grandfather was sitting doing experiments on me, putting me in the tub with Listerine and, you know, brushing me down with calamine lotion, like really being a real man, a provider. You know, we had pets. He made sure that the The dogs were fed and and the cats had new flea collars and they made all their veterinary appointments. Like, this was a provider. Then when I became a big girl and I got to high school, you know, I chose to go to Catholic school and my grandfather went along with it. My grandmother had passed away. You know what? My grandfather made sure that he was up at that school every quarter to pay the tuition. That was a provider. So... When I hear women just blatantly say, oh, a provider's a man that just pays for everything so I don't have to work, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yes, in a fantasy world, of course, we will, who wouldn't want to be with a Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk who's getting so much bread that we never have to work again? You know, or how about this? Where are these women coming from that just never want to have to do anything again? I remember my one of my closest girlfriends and I, we used to joke about it. When we were younger, we would watch the Jeffersons. And anybody my age, older, or even a little younger who watched the Jeffersons in syndication, or if you actually watched it while it was still coming on every week, if you recall, George was a provider. He moved Weezy uptown. But you know what Weezy didn't do? Wheezy didn't just sit on her ass with her feet up doing absolutely nothing. Weezy was a community activist. Do you remember she started a program for women called the Help Center? Because she wanted to make sure that, you know, underserved women in her community were better served. That's what Weezy did while her husband did what he had to do and paid for everything since women feel like this is the way. Again, like I said, I don't have a problem with a woman feeling like a man should pay for everything. But there are stipulations. You can't, I don't feel like it's a good thing to be married to a man or in a relationship with a man who's paying for everything and it's a struggle. That should only be If he can really do it, it's not causing him to break his back. Like, this is the 21st century. This ain't the late 1800s. We ain't just come off the plantation. Women can work. We can do something, anything. Like, for instance, me. My dream, I would love to meet a man who's so wealthy that all I had to do all day every day is work on my podcast. You know, write my books. Get into my acting because I'm spilling that, that, that you know, that's a dream of mine. I'd love to act. I've been told that I had a voice. I'd love to do voiceovers, you know, before I'm too old or, or washed to even think of it. You know, think of doing these things. But to me, these are the things that you should still want to do as a woman when you have a man who's a provider. Now I want to rewind back to what one of the sisters said in the comments. If I have to work, what makes him a provider? Like if I could just sit down with women like this and and get a better explanation, because I don't want to sound judgmental, but I really don't understand it. Now I can understand it if a woman is coming from this mind frame, you shouldn't have to bust your ass and struggle and be in a relationship with a man where you don't see anything that he does for you that adds anything to your life to enrich it you know financially or to help you you know be a better woman you know financially emotionally honestly financially Let's stick to that. I feel like a provider is a man who makes your life easier financially. He should help to ease some of the burden, and that doesn't always mean just throwing money at you to get your hand nails done and go on trips and and, and buy, you know, designer bags and high end shoes. Like I said, I had a young man who realized that all of my tools were rusted, and that my tool belt was worn. And he went to a hardware store. One day he came in from work, came to visit me. He had a big bag in his hand. And I said, what's this? I opened it up, brand new shiny tool belt, new pliers, nippers, hard hat, everything. The only thing that he hadn't gotten me was boots. And I didn't need them. That's one thing. I always kept a good pair of boots, but... To me, that was a provider. Yes, I was still a construction worker. You know, I wasn't with a young man who was treating me so luxuriously that I didn't have to work again. But the things that he did for me, I feel like it earned him the provider label. Again, in my last relationship, when my man came in here and smelt gas, I, I was actually embarrassed at first because... They say when you around a gas smell for a long time, you don't realize it. You you actually don't smell it. I guess the carbon monoxide smell. And honestly, I have a carbon monoxide detector in here. I confess that I take the batteries out of because I can't stand that beep. I, I can't stand the beep of the smoke detector or the carbon monoxide detector. And they always say change the batteries. But the way my apartment is set up, the carbon monoxide detector and smoke detector... In here are so high up that I would need to be dating Stretch Armstrong with a ladder to change the batteries every time they die. So, again, when he realized that my kitchen smelled like gas, he, he just got online, just started looking up new stoves. Next thing you know, he had a friend of his come and disconnect my old stove, and I was getting a new stove delivered to me from Lowe's. That man was a provider to me. You know, so, you know, I just feel like that was a very, very tasty topic. And I'm not going to bullshit you. I wish to God that I was not on quarantine because this is a subject that I'll probably revisit. Because I'd like to know the opinions of women on what makes a man a provider. I'd like to know from men. What makes you a provider in a relationship? Or do you even care to be? Then I'm wondering, are women being influenced by social media? I'm going to be honest. Hell yeah. You go to some of these pages and honestly, I'm not a hater. But some of the shit is like, is this all smoke and mirrors? Is this real? I'm seeing these couples under 30 years old flying around the world together. I remember when... You know, when you're in your 20s, a good boyfriend with somebody that, like my boyfriend, could bring in the groceries so you could cook or you can go catch a movie or maybe, you know, go to Miami together for the weekend. I'm seeing these couples in their 20s, you know, already on baby number three and purchasing their fourth home (laughs) flying around the world. Like, I'm starting to wonder, are women being influenced by social media and what they see on TV, like these crazy housewife dramas where, you know, we're starting to think, not we, I'm not going to say we, where they are starting to think that that's what makes a real man. That if you can't buy me a Benz and put me in a house and, you know, throw me a Gucci bag. That you're not a provider. Speaking of that, I was just on Instagram and um, apparently Gucci Mane, the rapper, my my, my boo in my head. Because I like his swag and I love his wife. She's lucky I like her. (laughs) Let's just say that she's very lucky. Um, He just gifted her a million dollars. And everybody's going crazy in the comments. Here we go. Goals, Goals for a man to just throw a million dollars at you. Again, smoke and mirrors. How do we know that that's even real? How do we know that this is not for show? We just got a million dollars sitting to the side. When you look up these people's net worth, their net worth is in the low millions. So you just gifting your wife a million dollars for a birthday? I think we saw that a couple of years ago with another rapper just getting these million dollar gifts. But again, okay, let's just say it all is true. These people are entertainers. They're in the entertainment industry. If they can afford to do things like this for their women, they can afford it. That's their lifestyle. That's what makes them a provider in their relationship. And I feel like when it comes to what makes a man a provider, it's all about circumstances and individual situations. Let's just say... Your man has, um, you know, what did our new New York City Mayor, Eric Adams, call a low-skilled job? I couldn't stand that he said that. I'm being sarcastic because I feel like there's no low-skilled job. I feel like what he meant to say is service employees. Let's just say that your man does happen to work, you know, in the food service industry, fast food, or maybe, you know, retail. Maybe he works at Target. Maybe he works in Amazon Warehouse. He should be able to do the things for you on that salary and that paycheck to make your life better with what he has. That's what makes a provider. First of all, let's talk about this. I I know some women will say, well, you ain't got no business messing with men if they working in Walmart. Damn it, he's working. How about that? I know women out here that's dealing with men that ain't working, can't hold a job to save their life. So if he does happen to work at any of these places, again, I feel like a provider is a man who does what he can for you on that salary. I'm going to put me in it for a minute. Let's just say it was me. And I was dealing with a man who was working at Target. I know you get discounts. Baby, bring home all the toilet paper, the dish detergent. Shit like that is expensive in real life. I mean, do you know how much money I'd save if I, you know, let's just say, like I said, if that were my situation and I had a man that had a discount working at Target or working at Walmart, bringing in all the stuff that we needed for the home. I know Walmart has cute little like accessories for the house. I've bought throw pillows, even good bed linens and shit from Walmart. You know, these are things that would make my life easier if I were dealing with that type of man with that type of profession. Okay, let's go high end. If I'm dating a man who's making a good high six figures, it should be, like I said, now we should be in a position where we're talking about home ownership, you know, property. let let, let's do things together if we're living together even if we're you know splitting down the middle at least you are providing and you are helping me and I brought up the whole split down the middle subject and threw it in with men being a provider for this reason women don't ever let anybody make you feel like a fool because a man wants to go half with you. I'm talking about one of the big things. I'm not saying that you should be involved with men that when you go out on dates, you're going Dutch. You know, every time you're going in, in a, a mall, it's a 50-50 split when you get it to the register. No, no, no. But if you got a man where you sat down together as a couple and y'all live together and you said, Babe, this is what I'm going to do and this would be your part. There is nothing wrong with that. I experienced that. And let me tell you again, with that experience, I was able to do so much. You hear that shit about, well, if a man is only paying half of this and half of that, then he ain't a man. And honestly, I've heard that bullshit come from women who their men ain't paying for nothing. They either sitting around manless and mad or involved in a bunch of bullshit undercover that they're ashamed of and not talking about and they're not even getting half so again in my opinion a provider is a man who does things that enrich your life and make your financial situation better for you and for him both so i'm not going to drag this subject again you know it's a table for one i'm on quarantine but i thought that this was a very very tasty topic you know god bless all of the women who are fortunate enough to date men who are providers and oh let me end it with this going back to the two men on the post who asked me well did you marry any of these men no, absolutely not. It hasn't happened yet. And when I say yet, because I feel it's going to happen. But you know what? That's no longer a goal. I don't have marriage on my vision board. It's it's not tacked off, you know, on my bulletin board anymore. It's It's not a manifest. But in the meantime, while I am dating and loving, I am going to make sure that the men that I date and like and love Do provide because, again, there are women out here who are marrying men every day who don't provide shit. These men ain't taking out the trash. They ain't mowing no lawns. Women are marrying men that don't know nothing about cooking, keeping anything clean, ain't helping with the bills. Honestly, I'm seeing a lot of women today that are married just for marriage sake, just to say, I did it, look at me. I I was able to walk down the aisle and, and where your man at, where's your husband? And you know what? I don't have that answer and that's not an answer that I'm looking to give right now. I'm enjoying my life, trying to stay healthy and safe and that's that. So again, Tasters, if you have any questions subject matter material that you want me to touch on please send all of your emails to Ironbox at gmail.com that's m-i-z-i-r-o-n-b-o-x at gmail.com thank you for sitting at my quarantine table today and oh once more There is no tasty dessert. I haven't received any requests or letters, and hopefully some will come in. But I look forward to our next Tasty Topic Tuesday. And all of you, ladies, gentlemen, friends, lovers, please stay safe out here. Because they trying to kill us.